You're listening to Tech Talks Pandemic, a podcast project of the Women's High Tech Coalition and Wiley Connected, a platform of podcasts on tech, law, and policy produced by Wiley Ryan, a Washington, D.C. law firm. In Tech Talks Pandemic, the public and private sectors come together to chat about the government response to the coronavirus and how tech, big and small, and across industries is stepping up to help. I'm Christina Wilcox, Executive Director of the Women's High Tech Coalition. We are a nonprofit, 501c3, nonpartisan organization founded to promote the exchange of ideas among leaders in the public and private sectors, whose focus is technology, innovation, and the development of public policy. Learn more about us at womenshightech.org. I'm Megan Brown, board member of Women's High Tech and a partner at Wiley Ryan. Wiley Ryan's a law firm at the nexus of technology, law, and policy with a uniquely DC perspective. You can find us at wiley.law. We're delighted to bring you Tech Talks Pandemic. Thanks for listening. Welcome to another episode of Tech Talks Pandemic. Today, we're so excited to be joined by Laura Thornton, Director of Marketing, Global Connected Services at GM, and Reagan Payne, Emerging Technologies Policy at GM. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Christina. Thanks. So before we get started, I would love to hear a little bit more uh, from you, Reagan and Laura, about your roles at GM. Hi, I'm Laura Thornton. I'm the Director of Marketing for GM's Global Connected Services Business Unit, which includes the brand and business that people know best as OnStar. And OnStar is a technology that's been built into GM vehicles for over 20 years now. And we've been providing really an an in-vehicle suite of services that we back by our human connection through our advisors who work 24-7 to help support our customers. Our vast offering includes everything from safety and security while on the road to in-vehicle connectivity, including connected services in the car, as well as Wi-Fi hotspot in the car, in-vehicle apps and a whole bunch of other great features. Hi there, I'm Reagan Payne. I sit on the global public policy team here at General Motors focused on our technology portfolio. So any policy issues coming up in our state, our federal and our international arenas, um, I support those teams on issues relating to cybersecurity, privacy, connected vehicles, autonomous vehicles. And we're delighted to be here with the Women's High Tech Coalition today to talk a little bit more about what our company is doing to address the COVID-19 pandemic. And I'm just uh, delighted to continue partnering with the Women's High Tech Coalition. First of all, how is remote work going for you? I know it's challenging for everyone, and I cannot even imagine for a company as large and diverse as GM. Have there been any, any positives you've been able to take away from this experience as a company or personally? Yeah, this is Reagan. I think these are difficult times, right? And I really do like a quote from our chairman and CEO, Mary Barra. I thought she did a nice job capturing the positive from COVID when she said that she hopes that when the world goes back to right side up, we remember what is possible when we focus our collective energy at the scale we are doing today. And I really don't think she could have said it better. So, you know, for me, being relatively new to GM, it's been incredibly humbling to see this collective energy at work as my colleagues across GM really put to use our world-class engineering and manufacturing talents to pivot from making cars to making life-saving medical equipment. And that collective energy also extends to our OnStar emergency advisors, who I know Laura, also on the podcast today, uh, works very closely with. Yeah, it's been an interesting adjustment for us over at OnStar. And 
And as many people know, we, we employ a 24-7 operation with a very firm commitment to being there for our customers in, in any time of need, no matter what. And that workforce that's traditionally been in a brick and mortar call center was one that we had to, to shift pretty quickly to a work from home scenario. We wanted to make sure in doing so, we were not only keeping our promise true to our customers, but also keeping our advisors safe. And I recall being in a planning meeting in early March thinking, are we really gonna do this? We're gonna close down our call centers and get everyone home. We did it, we did it in a weekend and the teamwork that we saw was incredible. And, and ultimately what happened afterwards was awesome. So we all kind of settled into this work from home environment at the same time that driving patterns declined pretty significantly. So our call volume dropped, it allowed our advisors to settle in at home. And then we started to hear these really amazing examples of being able to be there for our customers. Uh, one of which was that two of our emergency advisors who were working from home were able to deliver a baby from across the country over the phone and actually wow. do so successfully while our customer uh, was not able to get to the hospital in time. So pretty awesome experience and, and one that we, we love to hear and be a part of. That's amazing. And I think I'll, I'll ask you if you have some you know, news clips or, or any media on that, I'd love to link to it in our podcast notes. That's, that's a fascinating story. GM's been in the news a lot recently as a result of COVID. You were one of the first companies to step up, you know, right at the beginning um, and ramp up production of PPE. Uh, you're making millions of face masks and shields and have announced that you're going to be producing 30,000 ventilators by August. I mean, I don't think there's anything that personifies American innovation more than that kind of shift. Uh, what was that transition like inside of your company? Uh, what values led this mission? And how do you think this changes GM going forward? Yeah, sure. And I really like that you called it American innovation, Christina, because when you look back during World War II, GM built planes and tanks. And today we have used that same spirit to address this public health crisis. So the ventilator effort with Ventec all started with a CEO, Mary Barra, spoke with the CEO of Ventec who produces critical care ventilators. And within one month, the location was prepped, the parts were sourced, and people were trained, and that first ventilator was delivered. So by the end of April, we had more than 600 ventilators already shipped from our manufacturing facilities in Kokomo, Indiana, at the direction of FEMA. And under a contract awarded under the Defense uh, Production Act, we have committed to building 30,000 ventilators, as you said. Earlier this month, we were pleased to welcome Vice President Mike Pence, Secretary of Transportation Elaine Chow, and Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb to meet some of the incredible men and women in our Kokomo facility producing the critical care ventilators. I really do like our mission statement for this effort, if you will. It's called One Team, One Month, One Mission. It uh, really captures what the Ventec effort here has been all about. And that team, that mission extends beyond uh, producing critical care ventilators as well. So in addition to ventilators, we have teams in Michigan manufacturing and delivering face masks, face shields, and aerosol boxes to local hospitals and facilities. The GM team and our supplier partners move quickly to bring that production online in just a week. And in manufacturing timeline, that is lightning speed. So, so far, we've delivered 1 million face masks and produced 100,000 more for employees. We've produced 36,900 face shields and 120 aerosol boxes that have all been delivered across 14 Michigan hospital systems. 
And, and we're really focused on continuing to expand um, access to face masks. So GM is sharing its face mask production plans with its supply base and with other companies with the goal to get more face masks to more people, particularly those are our frontline workers who desperately need them around the country. That's a fantastic story. GM is, is such a diverse company, and I think as I was preparing for this discussion, I just I learned so much about so many of your, your different types of innovation and, and different offerings. As a result of COVID and the transition to working from home, for students learning from home, medicine taking place virtually, there's been a lot of discussion about, you know, the digital divide. And I was really interested to see that GM is doing some really important work in this space. Can you talk a little bit about some of the services you're providing to your customers at this time? I was reading about expanded OnStar and Wi-Fi offerings for customers. Yes, absolutely. So for OnStar, uh, response in a crisis is core to our business. It's just what we do and honestly what we, we've done best for many years. We know how to react to personal crisis, roadside issues, hurricanes, tornadoes, wildfires. And in doing so, over the years, we've built really strong partnerships with local PSAPs and FEMA. But as everyone is dealing with right now, we didn't know how to respond to a pandemic. So we came together as a team to figure out what we could do to help our customers beyond making sure that our advisors were there for them no matter what. We, we made the decision to do two things. Um, one was activate crisis assist services for every GM car that's connected on the road today. And in doing so, we wanted to, to commit to our customers that no matter what, no matter what they need, even if they're not out on the road driving, we're there for them and we'll be able to help get them information, support, special routing, access to a loved one over the phone or whatever it might be. And that's sort of what we consider table stakes, to be honest with you, in a crisis situation. But when it comes to staying connected, the other side of our business and the things that we do based on having that high-speed connection in the car, we decided to offer complimentary Wi-Fi data to our customers. And in doing so, really equipping them so that no matter where they are, no matter what their situation, they're able to stay connected. And we've heard some really great stories from customers who are using it to kind of get that private time at home when they need to get away uh, from what's going on in the house and take a call or ensure that they have a, a Wi-Fi connection to get into a Zoom classroom meeting where maybe they, they may not have that at home or any number of other opportunities to stay connected when you know connectivity might not be um, available for an individual customer. And it's been really awesome to be able to, to deliver that and to deliver that with the promise that you know there's no strings attached and, and this is something that we feel is the right thing to do as a business who is uh, living through this right now with everyone. And as Laura outlined, you know, COVID-19 has dramatically reshaped the way we're working, you know, how we're attending school, accessing medical treatment. And we've seen both Chairman Pai and the FCC recognize the importance of, of access to broadband when the FCC launched the Keep Americans Connected pledge during these trying times. And, you know, while GM is neither a broadband provider or a telephone service provider, um, through our OnStar system, we've been able to expand that connectivity to our customers. And we're similarly working kind of on that third pillar of the Keep Americans Connected pledge, 
uh, which is expanding connectivity for our customers. And, and it is encouraging that we have been able through the OnStar system to be able to do that in about 16 million of our wireless equipped connected vehicles. While General Motors and a lot of telecom providers are sharing the FCC's vision to keep Americans connected during COVID-19, we would strongly encourage the FCC to recognize the long-term benefits and public good provided by dedicated spectrum for automotive safety, specifically to maintain the 5.9 band dedicated for vehicle-to-vehicle -vehicle safety critical usage. That's so fascinating, and I will absolutely uh, put a link to that in our, our show notes so that people can learn more because it's an amazing resource that you're offering during these difficult times. Uh, you know, we've talked a lot about on this podcast uh, how tech is stepping up during the pandemic, but also about how some of these innovations are filling needs that are going to continue after, after COVID. If there is going to be a new normal post-COVID, what's that going to look like? And given that General Motors is one of the leaders in self-driving vehicles, how have they played a role in this crisis? Absolutely. So Cruise, uh, which is a majority-owned subsidiary of General Motors developing self-driving vehicles, has repurposed a portion of its test fleet in San Francisco to aid critical local partners to provide needed food deliveries to at-risk populations and frontline workers across the city. So essentially contactless delivery. Um, the effort ensures that food is safely packed, safely handled, and delivered contact-free door-to-door while allowing the most vulnerable populations to stay indoors. Um, and it's not just crews kind of exploring the, the health benefits of contactless de delivery. There's other U.S. companies, including Neuro, who have similarly stepped up and are piloting uh, delivering medical supplies. I think a lot of these recent applications of self-driving vehicles and contactless delivery really highlights the incredible um, public health potential of self-driving vehicles as we move forward into what, Christina, you were calling the, the new normal during and after this public health crisis. And it's not just in the U.S. where we're seeing new innovations with contactless delivery and self-driving vehicles uh, continue to be explored. We're, we're also seeing an increased adoption in contactless delivery out in, in China, too, with um, autonomous vehicles. And the U.S. has been a leader in the automotive industry for over 100 years, and we need to get our rules and regulations right in order to allow this innovation and to maintain our global competitiveness. With COVID and the benefits of contactless delivery, it really does highlight the incredible capabilities of autonomous vehicles and also highlights the importance of us getting our rules and regulations right here in the U.S. to allow for that innovation to flourish. So um, we strongly encourage the continued support and effort in both the House and Senate to move forward with federal autonomous vehicle legislation to allow for the safe deployment of safe self-driving vehicles and for public health benefits of contactless delivery to be realized. So to wrap things up, you know, none of us saw this pandemic coming, of course, and none of us know what things are going to look like in the coming, I guess, hours, days, weeks, months, years. But I think we're all changed by the pandemic. You know, we already know that and we'll continue to, to see that in the future. In your opinion, how have the efforts that GM's undertaken during this time changed the company for the better? So what we've experienced as, as an OnStar business and really as a team is that we're capable of a lot more than we thought was possible. What we've gone through, what all of us have gone through hasn't been easy. We've been working tirelessly. I, I feel like I've been online for 10 weeks straight, uh, but it's all been for good purpose and it's not going to get any easier as we go forward. 
to use the word of the year, which I'm, I'm coining as my word of the year, uh, we've learned how to pivot though. And we're pivoting based on what we know every single day is the next best thing to do. And if we continue to keep that mentality, continue to lean in, continue to do what's right, we're all gonna come out of this so much stronger. And I believe that's gonna really help not only GM be better positioned for the future, but us be able to provide better experiences for our customers, think more critically and, and innovatively as we try to problem solve in the future and overall um, be a better team as a whole. Absolutely, Laura. And we're also focused on our, our mission from before the public health crisis, which is achieving a future of transportation that is zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. So it's been encouraging to both see the incredible manufacturing and engineering response to help uh, during times of COVID and, and also see that important work ongoing to achieve a future of zero crashes, zero emissions, and zero congestion. Wonderful. Can you let us know how we can find you either on social media or some of your resources uh, related to COVID on the OnStar side and with your Wi-Fi offering? Thanks, Christina. Yeah, if you're interested in learning more about the ways the GM is pitching in during coronavirus, we have a lot of different stories about our employees volunteering as well as some more resources on our COVID microsite, which you can find at gm.com slash coronavirus. And also feel free to follow us on Twitter at GM, just the letters GM. So for more information on OnStar, you can follow us on Twitter at OnStar. And on there, you'll find some really great content about what we're doing to help during the crisis, as well as a really engaging opportunity to download coloring pages that you can color in, you, your kids, or whoever, to thank frontline heroes who are out there right now. Well, thank you so much to Laura and Reagan and the GM team. Have a good rest of your day. Yeah, thanks, Christina. Thanks, thank everyone. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to Tech Talks Pandemic, a collaboration between the Women's High Tech Coalition and Wiley Ryan. If you enjoyed this episode of Tech Talks Pandemic, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For additional resources and materials, head over to womenshightech.org and wileyconnect.com. Thank you for listening. The views, information, or opinions expressed during the Tech Talks Pandemic podcast series are solely those of the individuals involved and do not necessarily represent those of Wiley Ryan LLP and its employees. The material contained in this podcast is not intended to be and is not considered legal advice. Transmission is not intended to create and receipt does not establish an attorney-client relationship.